Welcome to Caritas Christi, a real and raw podcast with real women and real faith, where we apply the feminine genius to look at the current events of this world, our faith lives, and other things that are relevant to young Catholic women today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Thursday. Hi, this is Mary. And this is Hannah. And you're with Caritas Christi. <laughs> We're kind of here. Yeah, I'm existing. It's only Monday, but it feels like it's oh, been gosh. a while. I know. You're killing me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're killing me. Yeah. But it's now Thursday That by the time you're listening to this. So, hooray, Woo-hoo. you made it. Do you have the thing? Yes. Okay. Um, so, we're going to start with prayer. With, with prayer and, and then inspiration. Yes. Are you reading it? Am I reading it? I'm going to read it. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> fine. All right. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum, leribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Matra Dei, ora probis peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostri. Amen. In nomine Patri, et Filio, Spiritui Sancto. Amen. Amen. So today, uh, owing to the fact that it is my patron's feast day at the time of recording, um, and I'll show them some love, I have some excerpts from his writing that I want to share for our inspiration today and it's it comes from his letter to all the faithful um i'm gonna take a few bits and pieces but i actually found like a whole um just like a whole web page with a bunch of his writings so i'll have to put that in the show notes in case anybody wants to read some some more of this because it's amazing because he's amazing and it begins oh it's a letter to all the faithful to all christians religious clerics and and laics, men and women, to all who dwell in the whole world. Brother Francis, their servant and subject, presents reverent homage, wishing true peace from heaven and sincere charity in the Lord. Those who will not taste how sweet the Lord is and who love darkness rather than the light, not wishing to fulfill the commandments of God are cursed, of them is said by the prophet. They are cursed who decline from by commandments. But oh, how happy and blessed are those who love the Lord, who do as the Lord himself says in the gospel. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart and with thy whole soul and thy neighbor as thyself. Let us therefore love God and adore him with a pure heart and a pure mind, because he himself seeking that above all says the true adorers shall adore the father in spirit and in truth for all who adore him must adore him in spirit and in truth and let us offer him praises and prayers day and night saying our father who art in heaven for we ought always to pray and not to faint let us moreover bring forth fruits worthy of penance and let us love our neighbors as ourselves and if anyone does not wish to love them as himself or cannot let him at least do them not harm but let him do good to them Do we need to continue the podcast? <laughs> I feel like that was good. I don't know. I don't think. I feel That's like it. current news is gonna. Yeah. Like, St. Francis just has mic drop upon mic drop. Yeah. Hence why I'm wearing my towel cross right now. Shout out to my college roommate who got me this from a CC. Thanks. Mm. I, oh, I like awesome. wear it all the time. <laughs> also, many shout out to my goddaughter. It was her baptismal today. Aww. Yeah. Cute. Actually. Um, her name is, I won't say, share the last name, but her name is Serafina. Ooh. she was born a couple days ago. I think it was on the Feast of the Archangels, so. 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. that. Uh-huh. So, okay. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> and I, I think later we're going to kind of, where my heart is for the hot take is going to kind of go where everything you pretty much said. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ta-da. it's kind of like a little bit of like, it'll be a little bit of like a feistiness, uh, but like a tough love kind of talk. Hey. Kind of thing. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do best, right? This, well, yeah. <laughs> Even myself, sometimes it gets, some, it, it, I'm not, like, like, you know, Hannah's, like, I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, like, you're really good. Like, you're, like, you're just always, like, I don't know. I, it just, things, it has to, like, really move me to, like, be, like, all right, y'all. got to say something about it. So. Me, I'm, I like, mean, I no, am, this is stupid. Stop. I'm emotional <laughs> and reactive, but, like, when it comes to actually, like, making a statement about stuff, I'd rather be, like, well, you know, I'd like to have a conversation about it, but. Mm. Sometimes big sister comes out. <laughs> I'm out there standing with my signs being like, abortion is murder. And I'm like, come at me. <laughs> uh, oh, anyways. that's right. I got to wear that shirt this week. Ooh, yeah. This... It's a uh, Respect Life Month. It Ooh. is. And yeah. I have some things about yeah. that to talk about. So oh, actually, okay. yeah. So let's oh, wait, go wait, right into we? that. Oh, what are we? What are we having today? I'm drinking water. I'm staying <laughs> hydrated. That's all I got. Uh, I have water too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're real exciting. I know. Well, I have, it's supposed to be spicy, but spicy hurts me. So it's, um, this, my mom <laughs> made it. It's this Thai chicken noodle thing. It's actually really yummy. Cause it's like, I don't know what, whatever she did with the noodles are just, it's kind of like a stir fry, but with noodles. So, mm. cause it has like green peppers or okay. peppers and stuff. So healthy. <laughs> oh, there's chicken in it too. So, uh, did I Protein. Say yes. Yeah, but it's one of those like bowls. Those those chicken bowls. Nice. Anywho. Okay. So I guess I'll just, um, dive into it. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with like happy respect life month. Uh, uh, definitely do something extra. If you haven't been able to just yet, there's still, you know, the whole month of October left plenty of ways for you to get involved. And that's actually what I'm going to um, spotlight. And it's not actually a news story, but it's a great website called the pro-life action league and it gives you a bunch of ideas for people like us who support the pro-life cause um so like ways you can take take action you can learn learn facts um in case you're getting into more discussions about this issue during this month maybe you're posting more things on whatever socials um and people are responding to you and you're not really sure how to come back at them. It offers facts for you to brush up on so that you know the pro-science opinion. Um, you can also look at their story from the Pro-Life Action League, but I really like the take action uh, component of the site because there are a bunch of ideas about what thing what you can do within your community. And there's also even a spot on the site where you can sign petitions and do some like even like online kind of activism to help the cause like that as well so yeah definitely check it out we'll have it linked in the show notes prolifeaction.org so that way you can do lots more um during this um respect life month Mm -hmm. actually uh i think at my school we're gonna do like a baby shower for our local pregnancy center and nice. collects us the supplies that they need that'll be one of our mission things mm-hmm. for this month mm-hmm. 
um, fun. Yeah, and there's life chains going on. Yes, we yeah. Ours, mm-hmm. Yeah, join a life chain. How was the showing for that? Oh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always like it. I always get so excited. I remember this from last year because I would be driving to mass and there would still be people out doing life chain from the last mass. And it's like, then I just like lay on my horn, like a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and we, I actually, I had, I was sad I had to miss it cause I had family showers going on, a wedding mm-hmm. shower. Um, but I was driving away and out by the circle was one of our, um, our friends, Mm-hmm. You would know her, but she was, um, her and her husband are like frequent, um, uh, protesters at the board. She likes to call it the mortuary. Um, yeah. but she was, I was so inspired cause it was a rainy day, but she was like on her knees in the grass, like right at the circle. There. Oh yeah. I remember yeah. seeing her. Yeah. 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 She's, she's, she's a spit, talk about a spitfire. <laughs> she could give you a run for your money, Hannah. Mm. Yeah. Let's, so. let's see it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll bring her... Hey, maybe we should bring her on for Respect Life Month. Hey, okay. good work. Yeah, we got, anyways, a, we got a couple of good Deus Vault options lined up for you guys. There you go. Anyway, so um, what else did you have to share on this? Oh, say so, so. Going off this, um, because <clears throat> pro boards are idiots. Sorry. <laughs> uh, wait, you need to say that. I mean, is that uh, yeah? What is that obvious. a bad word? No, that's obvious. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. They're nincompoops. How's that? <laughs> you say that multiple times. <laughs> nincompoop. All right. So, one somebody from uh, Phil- like a state representative from Philadelphia. This guy is named Chris Rab, and he sucks. Uh, <laughs> he circulated a public memo promoting a forthcoming bill and it's like a parody and it's supposed to be like oh see like abortion is women's health care okay so this is the dumb thing that he made up to try and like make his point which is yeah it's what okay. oh, wait, i'm looking at this article yes yeah so the bill the bill that he is so it, it seeks to enforce reproductive responsibility among men through a series of means his bill that doesn't exist. It's just, you know, him being stupid. Would require men to get a vasectomy within six weeks of having their third child or their 40th birthday, whichever comes first, codify into state law a definition of wrongful conception to include when a person has demonstrated negligence towards preventing conception during intercourse. Ah, I see. (laughs) Would allow Pennsylvanians to take civil action for unwanted pregnancies against men who wrongfully conceive a child with them or do not supply comply with the statute and it would provide a ten thousand dollar reward for the for reporting to the proper authorities those scofflaws who have not complied with the statute in the allotted time frame allowing for pennsylvanians to take civil action against quote inseminators end quote what is this hannah my brain's melting from how <laughs> dumb this is <laughs> i just feel like this is totally attacking men's masculinity i think of i mean anything where it like well yeah. it it is because yeah, it's just a reductionary view of looking at looking at it. So it's just it's just like, well, see, this is just like the Texas bill, and it's like, no, it's literally not. Like, actually, you can't sue a woman who got a, an abortion. You can sue somebody who performed the abortion. Oh, okay. Um, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. 
but you can't sue the the woman who got it. Yeah, because um, trust me, that woman is already. She doesn't need to be sued. She knows her consequences, even if she's like, yeah, yikes. Her body is suing her. Mm-hmm. I mean, God bless her soul too. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, one of our friends has a really good talk about that. Really? You don't tell women that have an abortion. Like, you don't say that they're a murderer. No. Well, no. Because that's usually not a good no. way to get somebody to agree with you is to call no, them a murderer. they need just love and... Fr- I mean, they need truth, obviously, and they need love and forgiveness, so... Yeah. Although, gosh, some... That was something I noticed, actually, um, when I was doing Life Chain this week, is that the the heckling that we got, like, we didn't get a lot, but it was all, like, women. That's true. And it's almost always that way, because I remember I would um stand outside of Planned Parenthood in college and we would do that for like an hour hour and a half and it was always the women like mm-hmm. screaming out of their cars just like mm-hmm. it's like man you want you you can't tell me that this isn't demonic like you can't oh yeah you absolutely can't well and things have ramped up and yeah I mm-hmm. mean and you know abortion I like to call them facilities because clinics are people that like help people to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Actually, for healthcare. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's like reports of, you know, because they have like escorts, and it seems like they're getting more and more aggressive and stuff. And Ugh, yeah, it's just all kinds of fun. Yeah. Mhm. It is. Yeah. I just think that anger. Ooh. Yeah, that is totally demonic. Yeah. I. God bless them. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. closing off with this with this dummies thing, he <laughs> said, "To each person, this bill I've introduced as absurd. I'd urge you to apply equal scrutiny to laws in places like Texas and right here in Pennsylvania, which enact paternalistic is that even a word? I guess uh, restrictions on the personal liberty of cis women, trans men, <laughs> and non-binary individuals who have an unwanted pregnancy. What's good for the goose is good for the gander." Oh goodness. Wow. I just lost brain cells. <laughs> Does he have any? Mm. Yikes. They're Sorry, t- that, I don't know if that was charitable. I don't know. <laughs> the science part of the dor- brain cells is definitely dormant. Um, yeah, I, lo- I love that because it's like, trust the science, and then they're like, liberty of cis women, trans men, and I'm like, and you lost me with the science. It's gone. There is no science. Yeah, but I thought I thought that was ridiculous um, and beyond parody, and so you're welcome. <laughs> I've never been one for parody, to be honest. I feel like I don't get the point. Oh, I love Babylon B. Huh? Babylon's B like is like my favorite thing. Mm. Wow. I have like friends that always send me like Babylon B headlines and stuff like that because I mean honestly, oh, it's Bee? yes. Oh well, I do. Okay, I like that. Sure. Yeah, but like it's like satire. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do like satire. Never mm. mind. Okay. I that. <laughs> yes. I don't like meaningless parodies. Mm. You know. Okay. Um. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Um. So I'm actually still, as we've continued, I'm still not paying attention to the news because honestly, it's lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun. Just I mean, it's like what I mean. I think I get enough just from Hannah. And then I hear it from other people at this point, so. Yeah. Because um, you're just immersed in it I feel like this point. my quality of life is a good words at. So, there you um, go. So what else is out there, Hannah? Okay. Um, <laughs> so this is actually something that happened 
today, like at the time of recording, um, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp went down for like six hours. No way. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. And everybody was like freaking out. Like they went, those things went down for a long time. I was, Whoa. Every, and everybody, it was funny because I think I saw, it's probably like a tweet and they were like, ever like Facebook and Instagram went down and everybody thought their phone was broken, which I actually did think my phone was broken. Oh. I was like, ah, oh, come on. Like, don't have this thing brick on me again. But then I realized everything else worked and I was like, oh, it must, it just must be down. Does that happen often? No, not very often, but it's actually been happening more often recently. That's what I think. Um, I'd have to like double check, but I feel like there's been a lot of outages more so than there used to be. Although I haven't really been active on social media for like that long in general. So maybe, maybe this Mm -hmm. used to be more common. So what, so the outage lasted like like, more than six hours. Mm. But Um, their WhatsApp and Instagram are still not up. um, So they're back up now. um, So, but it was still like a good six, seven hours. So Poor people that were, uh, and enforce social media fast. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah. Ugh. So it was a. Um... What did people have to do when they were standing in the grocery line? <laughs> I, I don't do that because I shop at Aldi, and you don't have any time <laughs> to look at anything. Because <laughs> yeah. the cashiers go like boop 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 like crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, now they have the um, self checkout, but I'm like, at I always Aldi? get so much. Yeah. Oh. But I always get so much. I'm like, well. <laughs> That would be awful. There's not enough space to check yourself out. It's all kind of like... No. Very... I don't think I would like that. No. I don't... Because I feel like it would be faster for for everything to get scanned. Oh, yeah. And then me just go bag it than... Yeah. Yeah. Than me scanning everything and bagging it. Because I usually get There's most of my groceries there. There's actually to putting your groceries on, like, on the conveyor belt. There is, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> just wow. adult things. We're yeah. so boring. Um, <laughs> so, um, what's the so what causes this stuff to go down? What causes it? Uh huh. Um. Basically, it's usually like some something with the servers, and it depends on the types of issues with the servers. So, if it's more of a like a localized outage, which means that it's like a specific place. Because sometimes, like, certain, they have different servers for countries. Mm. And so, maybe, like, one country server will be down. Ser- mm. Servers, they have multiple servers. Um, maybe sometimes one country server servers will be down, and then it'll be fine someplace else. Um, so that's why I actually, like, um, there's this website called Down Detector. And it, like, tells you mm. where outages are mm. and, like, what they're for. And that's usually one of the first sites that I go to whenever... I'm like, something's not working right. Uh, It shows, like, internet outages as well. So it's just kind of interesting to see, like, everything spike up. And it'll show you, like, a heat map of outages, too. So so it can be, like, localized in an area. But I think it was, like, down for, like, everybody this time. In the whole entire world? I I think for the most part, yeah. Wow. So it it was a lot... It was, like, a big deal. Hmm. Um, so I, I have, like, scheduled posts that were supposed to go out for my business's page. I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to see. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. If it was, like, down. If mm-hmm. it would just bounce or 
try and yeah 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 it's okay but it's fine so as usual like this what happens with um when a social media like especially a big one like instagram or facebook goes down uh everybody flocks to the social media that's not down and that's usually actually i feel like twitter is down a lot less than facebook and instagram Mm. but that might just be my confirmation bias so everybody was like tweeting about it (laughs) So, everybody's freaking out. So, it says something about whistleblowers in that article? Oh, see, that's just... That is... So, I mean, basically, the whistleblower has come out and be like, oh, Facebook acts to preserve its own interests, the the interests of the company. And I'm like, wait, it's a company. Of course it acts to preserve its own interests. Like, do you not get how capitalism works at this point? Like... Obviously, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they have the ability to crack down on child trafficking and porn and all this other stuff that's rampant on their apps, and they just don't. Mm-hmm. But they're easily able to crack down on, say, pro-life content, like from live action and everything else. They can crack down on that super easy, but then they can't find, you know, pedos. Mm-hmm. I think that that's pretty suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the whistleblower thing has to do with oh, Facebook doesn't do enough to combat misinformation, which is, like, going back to the whole Russiagate thing, and it's honestly pretty dumb. Um, But the fact is, like, there's also been studies that have been coming out about Instagram is terrible for teen girls. I could have told you that. Anybody could have told you that. You didn't need a study. I guess it's better if you have a study, because then you have, like, like, true data to point to and be like, yo, this is not good. Mm -hmm. But... I don't think anybody really thought it was good. (laughs) It's just more confirming what we were like, yeah, this isn't good. Um, Yeah, so that was just kind of interesting. And I guess I saved the worst for last again. Yay. Oh, goodness. So I don't know if you heard anything about the spending bill, but the government's like, we're going to run out of money. And I'm like, good because i don't like any of you <laughs> yeah, seriously. um start over but so they they've been trying to pass this 3.5 trillion spending bill which is nice wait didn't they say we're out of money yeah <laughs> uh, makes sense right hey you got that that's a nice oh, picture violations of, uh... of what okay so Okay. Basically, there's this bill is like two thousand some pages, and the people are voting That's on it. And, and, just like that too. Yeah, and of course, with a bill like this, you can try and sneak a lot of stuff in there because if there's two thousand pages, who is gonna? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sorry. who is who's who's gonna know if you're just gonna sneak a little sneaky sneak in there? And this is one of the things that they're trying to specifically the Democrats trying to sneak in. So. They could raise the fines for violating the vaccine mandate for through OSHA, which, yeah, which they still can't do, and a lot of people, a lot of people are suing. So like, it's all craziness. But they would raise fines from fourteen thousand per violation to seventy thousand per violation, and will quote willful end quote end quote repeat end quote violations of 
the OSHA regulations could cost some businesses a shocking $700,000 per incident. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Right. So willful and repeatedly are kind of like subjective. And so they could get them for the maximum fine if they feel like it is kind of the thing that they're trying to put in here. So. So, yeah. So, uh, so June tenth, they the they use the general duty clause against several types of, types of workplaces. So it twice they were they were alleged that there were willful violations, um, which then carry a maximum fine of one hundred thirty six thousand dollars. So, so the prosecutable um, willful violations included a work workplace that. Did, specifically did not allow employees to wear masks and one workplace where a health care provider allegedly continued to work after becoming infected with COVID-19. So they also are trying to have OSHA's enforcement staff, which is, you know, the feds here who are going to try to get you on this stuff, whatever, even though, yeah, we already talked about why you can't do that. Um, they had. They want to grow the em- employee positions by fifteen percent. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're sus. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's all fun and fine and good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. You know how like Monday feels like it's been like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's there's been a lot that's happened on the first day. Yes. This is like the first year of Biden's presidency. Stop. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's only Monday. <laughs> uh, can we even have a hump day? I'd rather have a hump day. At least that means we're gonna get through yeah, the week at some something point. Something like that? I don't yeah. even know. I don't know. I'm kind of scared if this is Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Ay. Ay, ay, ay. It's it's just like insanity. Like when is this gonna stop? How mm. is this just gonna stop? Like we can't survive four years like this. I mean, the next like, two people in line are not. Oh. <laughs> I'm not passing away, but I just. I don't know. Oh, maybe, I don't even. Maybe a savior could come down and be like, okay. Ooh, Jesus know. could come back. Well, that would be cool. <laughs> or somebody, I don't know, just like point out that Trump or Biden is no longer the president and that Trump actually oh, is the president. I'm actually willing to go back that route. <laughs> what the? I don't, hey. I don't know how that would work constitutionally. I yeah. think, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how this is all going to be play out. But I can't imagine, I don't know. I foresee there's probably going to be some kind of civil unrest at some point. Oh, yes, Uh, there is. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of places. But I'm thinking maybe, like, Civil War Part 2 with all of this, all of this craziness. You know what I always say? Our side is the ones that are all for the Second Amendment. So, I don't know because everybody bought guns in 2020. Oh, true that. True that. It was like there's there was more gun owners than there there was more new gun owners than like the pat previous like few decades in 2020. Mm. So yeah, who knows? I'm um, not one for the violence, but it's just like I don't know how, how this de-escalates yeah. at this point. Yeah, um, I do know somebody um, who um, is fighting. This is just crazy because they're children. They, they, she, like their one daughter mm-hmm. has, like, 
obvious damage from vaccines from when they were children. Mm. Actually, most, all their children are influenced mm. by vaccines. Stuff. And then now they're fighting this again. So it's crazy because it's like, Shh. our children weren't affected, like... Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and then there's also, like, the pro-life issue. I mean, talk about pro-life month. Um, mm-hmm. But, so, and then just the whole vaccine in it itself. Um, but, so he's fighting it back. I mean, at one point, they're like, we're not, we're not sure how long we can last out because, I mean, we need insurance to pay for medicine for our children and stuff. And, you know, um, they can't go on. But um, they're, mm-hmm. the, um, the, he's watched a part of one of the airlines. Um, and so they're actually, it's a whole, like, like 2000 people are involved in it and like Dang. attorneys, like a big, big, um, uh, what is it called? Where attorneys work? Lawyers? Um, big law, law firm. firm. Yeah, they, <laughs> um, from DC is involved and stuff. And apparently people that are not in this workplace mm-hmm. are actually like donating because they're like how this goes is going to affect how it's going to go. So yeah. I don't want to share too much cause I don't want to, you know, um, yeah, and I think but, the way to stand up against this kind of stuff is definitely just make your voice heard. Yeah. And there there may be some people listening that, like, they they went and got the vaccine. and But I have talked to a lot of people who have gotten the vaccine and then they were like, but the, the mandates aren't right. That's not right to, to force sure. people to get them. Mm-hmm. So there's more people on our side than we think. Um, we just got to be root, rooted in prayer and just know that like, they, they do not have the right to do this. And I think even if somebody went and got the vaccine, like there's a lot of people who are like, no, like I chose to get it. Like I'm, I don't care whether you choose not to. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> if you're actually reasonable and come to, you know, good logical conclusions, that's the conclusion you will come to. Cause yeah. So, if we're talking about science too, I'm just thinking about this. Hmm. There, um, someone was saying because like we have um, a couple counties full of like the Amish community, mm-hmm. um, and they those were like where none of the COVID stuff was followed. I mean, probably some to a certain extent. Yeah. But for the most part, like no mask wearing, probably no vaccines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's where the least COVID numbers were. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. I, I don't, like, that was somewhat, that was hearsay. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely an intriguing thought, because it's, like, all this stuff they're trying to enforce, it's just, like... Yeah, I and I like think... that's a good placebo effect right there, just to see, you know. Well, it's, it's like, it's definitely overdiagnosed, because yeah. you saw last year there was, there's no flu and no pneumonia, and it's, uh-huh. like... But there is, yeah. <laughs> like, there is. It's like <laughs> saying that the common cold dropped off the faces of the earth. I mean, like, no, people still have it. Yeah. And the thing You're just is counting people everything. People still die from that stuff, too. So. Oh, they did. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's fun. <laughs> but, yeah, enough of that, I guess. <laughs> I think your school children could be running this government better. Oh, yes. <laughs> Some of them... Mm. <laughs> but others yeah eh, yeah okay i take it <laughs> i mean i will say i had a problem with my i had, well, not like a scheduling problem i had some stuff to first like move around i was trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and i called my teenager that works for me because i was like hey do you have any ideas of how you could get somewhere and she's like well why don't we do this and i was like oh you're so clever <laughs> i texted my other friend and i was like i think i'm gonna uh, uh, um 
I'm gonna, uh, what is that? Not a point. Um, promote? Promote her to schedule her. Nice. <laughs> but they, I don't know, just teenagers are, I don't know. They're clever. They're clever, yeah. And then really also, are. they can make super dumb decisions. Well, because their brains are still like, Well, yes, prefrontal <laughs> cortex, so. Anyways. Um, gotta love them. <laughs> All right, well, <clears throat> respect life month, get active. Yes, save um, the babies. Crazy politicians be... trying to do parodies. <laughs> Y'all anti-science. Common sense is officially not common anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen to that. And, and the, the government wants to, says we don't have any more money, so they want to spend more money. <laughs> Basically, that's the current event. <laughs> Wrap it up. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. All right. So after that, uh, <laughs> that <crazy> loveliness. <laughs> so, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of something my brother says all the time. He says lovely jubbly. And I'm like, child, <laughs> he's so weird. Hashtag lovely what? Jubbly. <laughs> Apparently he's from some YouTuber he watches. I'm like, all right, kids these days. I can't. All right. So are you ready for my big sister hot take? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Actually, wait, <laughs> hold on. I have to, I want to. Why is my brain farting? It's literally like the shortest hot take. I need to pull it up because the way I typed it to you was. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna look at that one moment. Okay. <laughs> um. So okay, so my big sister hot take is, do not be afraid, God's got you. So this is kind of just come from. Um, I'll just kind of share a little bit just from the heart. Um, I was going to come up with like a whole fancy poem and, and just kind of like go, but honestly, I'll just kind of get where this is coming from. Um, because I've just been like praying about, um, just like all the blessings that God has brought in my life. <laughs> it's very intense though. Um, and I think people sometimes look at all the fruit that God is bringing, bring into my life and they're like intimidated by it. And I mean, also, I've had people, you know, say that I'm, like, titanium and I'm strong and, like, I've had some life stuff happen recently, but, um, I don't know, it just kind of gets me because I'm, like, I'm not all that, really, to be honest. <laughs> um, I go to confession and all that other stuff. Um, but I am strong at the same time, so, I don't know, the, the thing that kind of really has come to me recently because, um, I think it's just through... I think my other hot take possibly for today was going to be that um, holiness is not comfortable. Um, but it, it was kind of, it didn't, I don't know, I just feel like the other one is more, more, more um, better. But um, I, I've been just, yeah, being pushed right now um, to like just give and serve in, in a lot of ways. And sometimes it's like, oh, I'm so busy, like I never have time to rest and, you know, discerning and praying about it. And it's like, there's nothing I can say no to at this point. Like, it's all really good. It's all bringing a lot of fruit. Um, and then I think the thing that kind of came to me was just like, okay, the disciples, when they were spreading the gospel, did they like ever stop? Mm. Like, were they ever comfortable at all? Like, was there even self-care at all? <laughs> like, they, oh, they probably God. weren't doing any face masks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they, I mean, yeah, goodness gracious, yeah. I mean, they probably had diseases more because their hygiene wasn't compared to ours, but yeah. I mean, and I was actually talking with somebody recently. There's, um, the like, a lot of um, the mystic writings of um, the life of Mary 
Mm. And she talks about how Jesus never lied down to sleep. He would just sit up. He's God, though, so (laughs) he's kind of cheating. (laughs) So, and I think why I'm not going to say my hot take for this week is that holiness is not uncomfortable, or holiness is uncomfortable, is because I feel like, I don't know, I kind of where this is coming from is, I'm fine, like, I'm really trying to bring God more into the challenges, because I... You know, I, I pray in the mornings and I have my norms throughout the, the day. I do my rosary, do my mass, do all this stuff. But in between, it's like, you know, that's really where the rubber meets the road of bringing God into it. And so I'm finding the more and more, like, when I'm struggling, it's just, like, remembering to bring God into it. And it's, it's I think it's first acknowledging I'm struggling mm-hmm. and then bringing God into it. Um, and so, um, and I think it's also being okay with being uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. I'm definitely in a phase in my life where it's like, y'all, this is so not comfortable. I mean, compared to the apostles and the disciples, like, I'm, you know, we're all so lame. We're all lame. <laughs> <laughs> we're so weak. We're so weak. But I think... Or, you actually, know, my patron who literally threw himself in a thorn bush. Like, <laughs> you want to talk about holiness being uncomfortable? There you go. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, um, and I, this I kind of also was kind of in my mind, too, of just... Like earlier this year, I was, I, um, I trained for a half marathon and I kind of burn out at the end and I kind of, um, kind of lost steam with like just keeping, I kind of kept on with running for the most part, but not like I had really made a lot of gains and then I just, I don't know, I just got kind of scared. Um, and I think I realized like, I think we're all scared to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. were like in that time because I was also doing a lot of cleaning and I was working hard and it's like I think myself like one of my root um my root struggles is fear and it's like I think I'm afraid of being uncomfortable I'm afraid of not having time to breathe I'm not I'm afraid of um you know being poured out but um I think that's why I think I want to say that do not be afraid God is with you I mean, do not be afraid it's throughout the whole... And God's got you and he is with you. Um, I mean, don't they say, like, they're, do not be afraid is in the Bible, like, 365 times or something like that? It's in there a lot, yes. It's one of the most repeated phrases. Yeah, it's in there a lot. Um, and I think the last thing is, I think sometimes, like myself included, I feel like we're afraid of God's will. Like, I think, like, for myself, like, I've known that God exists. I'm like, is God really for my good? Mm-hmm. Is he really for my good? Um, but I think, you know, I pray, sister and brother, if you're listening, like, you just have to pray with that. You have to just lean into that. You know, lean into the uncomfortable. I, actually, one of my really dear friends, my best friend, always says, if you're not, if you're, if you're comfortable, you're not growing. Like, if you're uncomfortable, good. That's good because you're growing in holiness and virtue. Um, and so... I don't know, I just want to invite you to consider that, um, to pray to a point where I've come to a point where I'm like, you know what, my, my desires and my passion, I'm a very, like, I'm a very passionate person. My, you know, I, I'm a sanguine, so I like the good things in life. I like pleasure. (laughs) Y'all, I'm on my way. I'm a extremely choleric. (laughs) If you couldn't tell. Really? (laughs) No way. I remember taking like a personality test. I think this was almost a year ago and I took it and it like had me as like 95% color. <laughs> but anyways, um, Oof. wow, you totally like, I'm 
hold on, I gotta get back on that. Sorry, page. I derailed you. You really did. Um, but yeah, I think I've come to a point where sometimes it's like, you know, just like even in vocation and whatnot, it's like, yes, our desires help us to discern what God is calling us to. But at the end of the day, like, God's will is so much more better than ours, and I've come to a point where like, you know what, God, just give me your, like, just purify my desires, and like, yeah, here's my desires, turn them back to me, because... Your will is way better than mine. I'm just going to stop wasting my time. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, I just, I recently had a conversation with um, somebody that was just struggling. And it just, this is where I, I think I want to just talk about, like, who is God and, like, does he care for you? I'm going to bring it from scripture from 1 Corinthians 13 from the end of it. I'm just going to read and kind of reflect on that um, just to say that, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, because... That's the thing I've been praying about is, yes, I'm strong and I'm titanium, but, like, not everybody is built the same way I am. Like, that's not everybody's um, temperament and whatnot. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's also accessible to us because I think my strength is in the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Um, I'm really, like, I love to be little, by, like, like St. Therese. Um that's my, that's one, one of my friends and I, we have that joke, or, or not that, that's our inside thing of, like, being little together, um, because honestly, that's what we really are, like, all the good in us is from God, mm-hmm. we're all sinners, like, original sin, that, you know, that was Adam and Eve's fault, but we also have our own sins that were, you know, and, um, I think I realized, too, I, you know, I used to, we used to talk, you know, sin is a thing, but, like, realizing, like, sin is, because there's the whole, um, oh my God, I'm hardly suffering offendity. For I detest all their sins because of the just punishment, but most of all because they offend them, make God heroic and deserving of all my love. Um, and I think in that it's um, like thinking that God's God does not desire good, our good. Like not trusting in his will, not trusting in his providence and thinking mm-hmm. like my way is better, my desires, like my desires above, like I, we, we make ourselves into our own, our own gods. Um but I just want to tell you a little bit about God, a little bit. Um, so you ready for this, Hannah? Yes. All right. So um, one of the best um, wedding, or not one of the best, but one of the most memorable to this point, um, was um, they, instead of, so it, the, you know, the typical way it goes, love is patient and kind, love is not jealous. Um, they replaced the love with God. Because God is love. So let me tell you that God is patient. He's so patient. He's like the prodigal son. He's so patient. He's like waiting. He's like looking out the, he's like looking at the door, waiting for you to come. Mm -hmm. But he's like, I'm, you know, I'm not, unless, you know, he waits there for us. He so desires us to be there. He, he waits with expectant hope. Um, and he is so kind. So, so kind. Um, I love the um, scene from The Chosen where um, Jesus first encounters Mary Magdalene. Um, well, no, not the. F- I don't think it's the first time, but he, the, where he, because um, she had all those demons, and so he encounters her. He like he grabs like her head, both sides of her head, so gently and so kindly. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is so tender and so sweet um, that he literally wants to come into us as bread, like the body. Um, how do you say this, Hannah? What? How does Jesus want to come into us? He wants to come to us as 
I mean, he comes to us in the Eucharist. Yeah, in the in the under the appearance of bread and wine. As the body, blood, soul, and divinity. Mm-hmm. Um. And so he's just so kind. Um, he is. Well, this is interesting because it says love is not jealous or boastful, but God is a jealous God. He wants all of us. He doesn't. Um, you know, he often says like, you cannot serve man and God. You have to serve one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, God is, but at the same time, he is not, I've been um, reading a, a bunch of novels and they have their own like gods in there. And it's interesting because the gods in there are, um, they're not merciful. Mm-mm. They're only just, but not really truly just to be honest. Um, they're not like our God is so just and so good. Um, he's like the best parent ever. He's so like the perfect father. Um, he is also not arrogant or rude. He literally came like he's the God of the universe, Hannah. Mm-hmm. And he came as a baby. Mm-hmm. He, he became Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm. Um, which is crazy because you know now we're in the month of October, but we're looking down the pike to Christmas, so it's kind of good to get mm-hmm. excited for that. My kids <laughs> were begging me to sing a Dusty Fidelis today. Mm, that's so pretty. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, can we please sing it? I'm like, fam, it's not even Advent. But God does not insist on His own way. He He is the way, the truth, and the life, as we've been talking about. Jesus is, but He's like, I I would love for you to come this way. He's like the shepherd. Actually, in the Bible, or not in the Bible, back in the old times with the shepherds, they actually like went in front of the sheep to guide mm-hmm. them instead of behind, mm-hmm. like we see now. Um, but so he wants us to follow. He's not going to force his way because that's not love. Love is like a free, total, faithful, and fruitful. Um, he, God does not, God is not irritable or resentful. I'm sure we test his patience so much. <laughs> well, you can't really test it because it's like unlimited. Well, true. But if we were, if he were human, he'd probably be fed up already. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And I, I like that too because I think... You know, um, before I, like, kind of end it, um, not irritable or resentful. I think that's, brother and sister, why I ask you to really pay attention to that. Because I think if we put our, you know, if we put our worth in in other people, if we put our fulfillment in our own earthly desires, you are going to be irritable. And you are going to be resentful. And that's not God. That is not of God. I've always, like, I always say, guard your peace. And it's not like it's yours to really, like, obtain, but always go back to peace that surpasses understanding. And that's the point. It surpasses understanding. It's knowing that God's will, even in the midst of struggle and suffering, even then, like, you're being purified and being sanctified. I even remember when I was grieving my grandmother, mm-hmm. like, two years ago. Actually, this is at their anniversary of her death while we're recording. Um just the purification and the conversion that went through that. Um, just of considering that I found out the news that she passed away at mass. I was mm. like, gosh, darn it, grandma, you're celebrating a better mass than me. <laughs> you're celebrating the mass of the lamb. I mean, I don't know if she, you know, just went straight to heaven, like got to keep on praying for their people's souls that go to yes. know, pass away. Cause you never know. That's actually one of our pastor's biggest pet peeves. That's one of my biggest pet peeves too. Is yeah. like, I, I know someone, some people will like say things like, Oh, Saint so and so pray for us. I'm like, Whoa, no, 
no, no, no, no. Yeah. Pray unless, for their soul. Please, unless, stop. Don't unless, like, St. Therese, like, sends you a rose or you get something like that. But even then, you need to, like, go to your priest and be like, okay, so this happened to me. <laughs> Make sure it's verified. Because there are, I mean, we have, you know, we have, there's a lot of apparitions, but we have someone, there's actually one in this area of Our, our Lady that's... Condemned. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Good but times. God, and that's the other thing too. God not only is not irritable or resentful, but God does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices in the right. Um, mm-hmm. And even, um, I think people are, we were made by God and we're made in his image and likeness. We were made for him, even if you weren't born into Christianity, even if you weren't born um, into like Judaism or anything where God is. Um, and I think when you see people rejoicing in the wrong, it's like, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Natural laws written on our hearts. So um, I'm actually learning a lot about this from St. Paul. So, um, but love bears all things. Um, that has just been so fruitful. I've been like reading how, um, you know, he wants to carry our, our, um, our yoke. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to lighten it like. Yes, there are so many burdens these days. I'm not going to lie. No, not at all. No. <laughs> the crazy politicians are making our lives hard. For no reason. Except for... You should fire them. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but God, like, God bears all things. God believes all things. Hopes all things. Endures all things. Love never ends. God never goes away. He was here before us. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just close in saying, so faith, hope, love, abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Um, and I just ask you, brother and sister, this coming week to just really, um, my prayer, my two prayers these day, days is to um, ask the Holy Spirit to guide me because honestly, I... I need him to guide me in my schedule. My schedule is <laughs> way too much. I need someone to help me. <laughs> so I've always said I'm, I am girl boss, but God is my boss. So um, <laughs> let him be your boss and you will know that he is present by the presence of um, the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll label those because I can't remember all of them, but peace, kindness, faithfulness, fruitfulness, self-control, gentleness. Love, um, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Thank you, religion teacher. <laughs> Galatians <laughs> 5, 22 and 23. There you go. <laughs> um, but then also it's to abide in God's mercy. To like just shelter. You know, when I was doing that social media fast, Hannah, I was like mm-hmm. thinking about it. I was like, it was such a safe time. Like I felt like I could just hide in God. And I want to go back to that. I want to be in that fast. But it's like, nope. That's not like we're not meant for comfort. No, we're not meant for safety. We're made for greatness. Yeah. Because Pope Benedict sixteen. That you grow in dependence on God and you grow in virtue and you go in holiness. Um, and yeah, there's heartbreak out there, brothers and sisters. Like I know I know someone who was, you know, pouring out her heart to me recently and um, it's real. I'm not going to say like, yeah, don't just like be in denial about the uncomfortable. No, don't do that. But like face it on. And you know, that's the thing. I, fr- I don't know. Was it um, Mother Teresa? St. Therese, one of them, that was, like, saying, like, always remain in peace no matter what. Always remain in peace. Do you know what that's referring to? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like, I'll just close with this. It's like St. Peter on the water. 
and he, you know, he, when he has his eyes on Jesus, he's able to stay above the waves. When he gets distracted, he, yeah. he starts to fall. So we have to keep our eyes on God. We have to. Um, no matter, we cannot allow our cells to be distracted. If you're distracted, then figure out what you need to do to get your eyes back on Jesus. So yeah, I see you in your struggle because I'm there with you. may not have the exact same struggle, but um, you're not alone. We're all in it together, and at the end of the day, we're all, you know, <laughs> we're all going to pass away one day, but God is still here. Um, so, do not be afraid. God's got you. Any reflections, thoughts? You have some advice to share. I though. do. But any thoughts on that? Any, I don't else? know. I was kind of sharing things as you as you, you were. said them. So I let's... know, but I was kind of like going, so I wanted to it was my train. So, yeah. um, I have something a little shorter. Um, okay. From the from inspiration of my of my patron uh my advice to this next week is is be bold and be bold for your faith <laughs> Jeez, i just gave her a high five it's perfect yes wow you got you got to yeah. do it you got to go get a get out there be outspoken be 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 a little be a little edgy if you need to be, um, not edgy for edginess's sake, but if, radical. but we're, yeah, we're radical. We're called to be radical. We're called to be, um, we're called to be, you know, like fools for Christ. And sometimes we may be seen as fools by the culture because of the way that we're standing against it and the way that we dare to be different and commit to our morals and just stand against everything that the world is telling us is right and um i actually just was i want to share this story of saint francis for some some more from some further inspiration um so saint francis of assisi after the loss of the battle of damietta which is um was during the crusades and actually saint francis of assisi warned the crusaders of the loss of the battle of damietta and they didn't listen um so like i kind of relate to that a lot where it's like sometimes i'll be like don't do this even though i'm nowhere near saint francis of assisi i'll be like don't do that that's not gonna turn out well and then somebody goes and did it and then I, like the exact thing that i said would happen happens and i'm like oh how come nobody listens to me? But apparently people didn't listen to St. Francis either. And they would have a lot more reason to listen to him. And they still went to battle and lost the battle. Um, and a chronicle, chronicle lights, this horror, horror about fell, befell about 50 horsemen of the Knights Templar, 30 of the Germans and over 20 hospitallers. And the, the Christians who were overtaken, they were beheaded after that loss and the heads were on display outside the islamic camp and saint francis um entered the camp of the sultan and brought the light of christianity directly to him and he was compelled by the great commission that he received from the lord and he gained an audience with with a sultan and reportedly told him that if you do not wish to believe we com we will commend your soul to god because we declare that if you die while holding to this law you will be lost god will not god will not accept your soul for this re reason we will come we have come to you 
and St. Francis was not <laughs> martyred, even though he went in amongst the heads of martyrs to kind of uh, obtain that conversion conversion. And if I, if that's not bold, I don't know what is. Um, so if he can be like that, just how much more are we called to be bold with what we, what we do and what we say, even in our daily lives, in maybe even our post posts on social media, if we've chosen to stick around and fight that battle. And if we've not, then just being more bold about our faith in whatever we do in our daily lives, whatever God has called us in our vocation. And just knowing that God really does help those who help themselves. Like his protection will be with you and anything that happens will be within his perfect or permissive will. And you just have to trust in his, in his faithfulness to his faithful ones. Just like St. Francis of Assisi just marched right on into an Islamic camp without any thought of what might happen to him. But just that conviction to be like, no, like these souls need to be converted. And I think that's something that's kind of lost. And it is hard to keep up that that love for that lost soul sometimes when we see how um, horribly demented some people can can get and just misguided. But there's always that lost soul and we, we want to bring as many people to heaven with us as, as we can. And just finding strength to be bold in, in that because we're really standing for their soul if they don't know that they need to stand for it yet and just being like a a crusader for souls as i guess my my call to action and to also just be bold and undertake whatever you maybe maybe something that you're scared to do but you know you should you should do it and you've prayed about it and you felt this call on your heart to go through with something and you're like, oh, but it's scary. Lord, it's scary. I don't know if I can do this. Well, St. Francis of Assisi is telling you, you can. <laughs> like, you can do it because God, God is with you and he is at your side. Um, this weekend, or not, well, this at the end of this week, uh, my students are reading Lectio Divina and we're doing the armor of God passage. Ooh. So I'm sending you oh. forth guys. Wait, where is that? Where, where is that? Mm. Um, I got my it's in Ephesians. I know that. I okay. don't remember. Let me see if I can find it first before you. Cause that would be cool just to read. Um, but I, um, I think the epistle today for, for today, Hannah was all about, um, the thing that it's been, um, Paul talks about like boasting in Christ but he also mm-hmm. boasts in the glory of the cross. He talks about that. Mm-hmm. The cross is not comfortable, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. But, um... Here we go. All right. Where, where Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. I can read it. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we are not contending against flesh and blood but against the principalities against the powers against the world rulers of this present darkness against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places 
Therefore, take the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the equipment of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you can quench all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray at all times in the Spirit with prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints, and also for me, that utterance may be given me, in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador and change, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. There you go. Boldly. <laughs> Boldly I know this isn't our uh, the correct episode, but still, Deus Vault. <laughs> Since yeah. we're talking about crusades. Yeah. Well, and, um, you know, talk about uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It talks about the mystery of... He says, I'm boldly proclaiming the mystery of the gospel. Yes. It's kind of an interesting thing to boldly proclaim a mystery. Mm-hmm. I think most of the times we don't say anything unless... Well, anyways. It's all I'm super you about it. You shouldn't speak unless you really, like, know the proof behind it. But he's like, nope, well, I don't... He's like... Because God is incomprehensible. Right. By so, the nature of the fact that he's God. But it's like, we don't under completely comprehend God, but mm-hmm. we still overcome it. Um, yeah. And I think to remember, too, um, I do like how it says we are not contending against flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but against the principalities, against the powers, against the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. I think that helps me to remember when I'm dealing with people mm-hmm. that... Yeah, I mean, obviously they have free will, but it's really, we're, we're fighting not each other, but against the evil one. Absolutely. But we're not fighting alone. As, as Hannah and I have said, God is with us. So put on the armor of God. We got the archangels. um, And we do, we got the Holy Spirit. We got, we got our guardian angels. We got all the saints. We got an army. We got, we got our armor. And you know, um. Uh, Matt Fred, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna see if you can find it. He has a um, a really good episode on really going into the armor of God, and it's mm. really good. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, anyways, but yeah, y'all, our heart goes out to you. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> Except don't drop these mics. They were. Um. So, <laughs> do you wanna um, talk about being bold? Our, uh, our, our quote that we end with normally? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I will send you all off with that. And uh, hope you all have a blessed rest of your week. And yeah, keep being bold. We've had enough exhortations to be silent. Cry out with a thousand tongues. I see the world is rotten because of silence. You'll have a great rest of your week. We will see you next Thursday. God bless. God bless. And be bold and little. <laughs> bold and little yes and y'all are loved amen amen <laughs> bye bye thanks for listening to caritas christi if you'd like to write to us with hot takes feedback advice or advice requests we would love to hear from you email us at caritas.christi31 at gmail.com That's caritas.christy31 at gmail.com.
Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Thursday.